0: He must increase, I must decrease. We have two deacons here to talk about a great way for men to deepen their faith. Deacon John and Deacon Bruce, welcome to the program. Good to be here.
1: Yeah, thank you for Thank you us. so
0: much. You betcha. We appreciate that. So, Deacon Bruce, this is Men of the Cross. I, I've, I'll be honest, I've heard the stories. I've, I've never actually attended. I apologize. But you have a lot of guys kind of following this. Men of the Cross, tell us about Men of the Cross and, and how it's going.
2: Well, it's going good. Uh, it's been spreading over the last three years to close to 4,000 men now wow. in, in multiple states and uh, throughout the diocese in, in multiple multiple parishes. Uh, uh, Deacon John Bredemeyer always wore a crucifix all during formation, and it got me thinking that really was a nice thing to do, but I never did it. I was a little reluctant to do it. But then when I was ordained in 2015, Deacon Ken Vadava from Jamestown, gave me a St. Benedict crucifix for our ordination gift and I thought I'm gonna I should, I'm a deacon now and I got this gift maybe I should wear it but I was reluctant to I was, didn't know I wasn't used to wearing things like that and I didn't know how how it'd be I'm, I'm embarrassed to admit it, that I was a little afraid of how people would respond mm-hmm. but I started to wear it and after six months I noticed three things first thing I noticed was I was more aware of Christ's presence during the day I prayed more during the day second thing it made me aware of my behavior because I realized that when I'm out in public people would readily identify me as a Christian so I should act like one and uh, the third thing it did it opened the door to share Christ with other people because when I have that crucifix on people can see that I'm not embarrassed to admit I'm a Christian and people would come up to me and ask me to pray for a family member that's sick or or to thank me for not being embarrassed to admit that I was a Christian in public so I thought you know After six months, these things really affected me, and then I was at a dinner at um, the cathedral, and Janelle Shanilak from Real Presence Radio was sitting next to me, and she said, Deacon, what do you do when people say they like your crucifix? And I said, well, I tell them thank you. And she said, no, Deacon, that's not what you do. I said, okay, Janelle, what do I do? She said, you take the crucifix off, and you give it to them. And I thought, wow, I didn't tell her that, but I thought that seemed a little radical, and I, did, and I was kind of getting used to the crucifix myself. I didn't really want to give it away, so I went and bought one, and carried it with me. And when someone came up to me and, and said they liked it, I gave it to them, and shared that story. And these uh, uh, people started wearing it more, and they've been carrying it around them and sharing it with others. And before you know it, that it just started to spread. Wow, that's amazing, Deacon Bruce. All thanks for that. So, Deacon
0: John, uh, Deacon Bruce touched on it a little bit. It's not just a local group, is it? There's more.
1: Uh, Yeah, there's actually several people. I have about 50 of these down in Florida, about 50 in Minneapolis, uh, several in small towns around Minnesota and North Dakota that come and want crucifixes from us. And I think they kind of spread that way because we have snowbirds that live up here.
0: Oh, sure. Yeah,
1: and they end up in in Phoenix and Alaska. We have them up there as well in Phoenix and so all over the place, and they bring the ministry with them. Mm -hmm. And the thing about wearing this cross is that people just don't see it as a piece of jewelry. They actually grab it and look at it and say, Wow, what is that thing? You know, that's, I just love your cross, even people that aren't Catholic. I was getting off a plane one time, and when you're leaving the plane, you know how fast you have to get off, you have to keep
0: moving? Exactly. Yeah.
1: Well, the stewardess at the door actually stopped me and grabbed my cross and says, Boy, is that ever beautiful. I'd sure like to have one of those. I couldn't give it to her. I was moving too fast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's right. People, come on. Keep it moving. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah.
1: But, uh, yeah, so that's, that's, how it, that's how it spreads. Okay. That people just see it. Sure. You know, it's not like wearing a necklace. I like to have your right. necklace. That's pretty rare. Mm-hmm. But to see a man wear a cross like this and, and actually stop him and tell him how beautiful it is and,
0: and proud of that, that he's actually wearing that yeah, cross. exactly. Deacon Bruce, tell us about how, how did this idea come to you about the, the men of the cross?
2: Well, uh, I can't take credit for it. I, like I said, I just started wearing it. Janelle made a comment about maybe you, you should sh- uh, give one to someone if they like it. And the Lord took it from there. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had a group of maybe 15 men at Nativity after daily mass one day. And we're standing around, and Father Reese Weber was there. And he said, well, uh, you've got quite a few guys now where these crosses. You should have a name for yourself. And uh, I, I said, well, what do you recommend? And he, then he thought for a while. He said, I think men of the cross would be a good name. So, and all the guys liked that idea, and then we call ourselves the Men of the Cross. And about that time, Deacon John, I shared the idea with, talked to him about it, and he has been very helpful to me to uh, come up with ideas on how to uh, continue the ministry. And uh, we had other deacons, Deacon Clarence Vetter, and it has been spreading the, the ministry in the Arizona area. And, and uh, Deacon Ken Vadova and uh, Frank Redland in the Jamestown area have been doing a great job to promote it there. Great. We're talking with Deacon Bruce Dahl
0: and Deacon John Bredemeyer about men of the cross. So, John, we hear people talking about men of the cross and wearing the cross, but what does it mean? Are there any other expectations and things that we hold ourselves to as men of the cross?
1: Well, yes, we do. I think when we we wear this cross, it says who we are Mm -hmm. and that we have the responsibility that Christ has given us to be him. Mm -hmm. And so it shows that we are a, a man of the cross, that we are Christ, and that we live Christ in our hearts by realizing that he is with us. For instance, if we go up into a grocery store and we're being checked out and the checkout lady is really crabby to us, well, if we're crabby, back to her, she's going to look at that cross and she's going to say, well, that's how those Catholics are. They're just crabby all the time. It? <laughs> 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 and, uh, you know, it just makes us allow to, to, to really think about other people as well that, well, what kind of a problem is she having today or he having today that they're crabby? You know, we, so we can, it's just, those are flags that we can actually go out and help those people in, in their daily life.
0: Yeah, I think that's Absolutely. great because you guys bring up a good point there, the, the whole hypocritical thing. Not that we're perfect, but uh, you mentioned earlier, Deacon Bruce, that wearing that cross makes you more aware, makes you pray more. I mean, of, of your actions, of how you're living. Are you living like Christ? And that coherent witness of wearing the cross and acting like Christ can be very powerful, I would think.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely it is, yeah. And especially seeing a man wearing a cross mm-hmm. that's almost three inches long. Mm-hmm. And beautiful and sparkly, you know, basically. But it's, you can see it's not a woman's cross, although yeah. we do have women that wear them, too. Yeah.
0: I'm going to ask about the women in a second, but when you talked about beautiful, I mean, you two guys are beautiful even without the oh. cross, but even more beautiful <laughs> with the cross. But, but, Deacon, we say men of the cross, and, and Deacon John just talked about women. Uh, can women get involved in this in some way? Okay. I just want
2: to backtrack. I want a little sure. quick thing. Um, one of the biggest uh, reluctances we have of uh, men wanting to do it is they say they're not holy enough. They okay. think, or they're worried that they'll be prideful by wearing it. Mm-hmm. But, but we wear the cross not because we think we're saints. We wear it because we know we're sinners. Wonderful. And we know that uh, that Christ died for us and reminds us of that. I I, th- I think that's great. That's a great point. Like the sin—it's it's
0: not a, a place for saints, right? It's it's a it's a hospital for sinners, right? Right. Long- yes. Yeah. But at the same time, it is a good witness to say that we are trying, by the grace of God, to respond to the grace of God, right? right? Yeah, exactly, exactly, okay. But anyway, um, when I, I know in deacon formation, for instance, at least in the Diocese of Fargo, your wives and women are, are a big part of that. So, are women involved in any way in the men of the cross? Um, while we get
2: asked about that, why aren't women in it? Well, it's normal for a woman to wear a crucifix or something around their neck, and it, and that's great. God loves that, and I'm not trying to put that down at all, but it's Somewhat abnormal culturally to see a man wear a cross. Yep. yep. And uh, we just want to have it be a unique thing for for men, but we're not opposed to women wearing a cross. However, the group is 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 the men of the cross, sure. and uh, not because we're trying to be uh, exclusive or anything, but it's just that uh, it's a bigger cross, and it's probably a bigger cross than most women mm-hmm. would, would feel comfortable sure. wearing. No, that that makes sense. So, Deacon John, let's say some men are sitting out there thinking.
0: You know, these guys sound way cool, and I like this whole Man of the cross idea. What can I do? How can I join? How can I get more information?
1: Yeah, well, for one thing, if they see a man wearing the cross, then they can go up and ask him, are you a man of the cross? And, and they man, might
0: even give you one.
1: And they might even <laughs> give you one, yeah. I mean, we I got one in my pocket right here if you need one. I don't know if you have one, Tim. I don't. Well, Thank you, you very much. Yeah, so you can I didn't bring one for you here, but I think we have one right <laughs> over here for look you as that. well. See, look. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> see, they're
0: ready. They're prepared. So okay. Everybody
1: has one. And uh, so that's kind of how it can work or they can contact uh, nativity here in Fargo, St. Michael's and Grand Forks, uh, Basilica and Jamestown and uh, or they can contact I think your radio station or whatever the diocese that so they can get get a hold of us and we'll make sure they get across. Okay Okay, that yeah. sounds good.
0: So are there any formal meetings that guys need to go to any any guys that meet regularly as far as this goes? Can we talk about that for a minute?
2: Uh, in, in the Fargo area we meet five times a year, okay. Uh, and we start out with a half hour of adoration mm-hmm. and then a one hour meeting. Usually, at that meeting, it's guys standing, uh, sharing a, maybe a five to ten minute testimony mm-hmm. on how wearing the cross has helped them. And it's been some really powerful stories. Oh, uh, Deacon John has had a meeting in Grand Forks, and uh, Jamestown, I believe, is starting to have meetings. And it's starting to, we encourage that to, to have meetings periodically just to get together to. Uh, support each other and that, but it's not necessary. You don't have to go to meetings to be a man on the cross. And I think that's wonderful. I mean, in, in some ways, that's great because,
0: you know, some guys think, I don't need one more thing to do. It isn't one more thing to do. Wear the cross, pray it, try to live it, be strengthened and inspired by others, you know?
1: Yeah, I think what happens is that guys see this cross and think, well, oh, I just, I just don't think I can wear that. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's not the recommendation that they wear it, that they have to wear it when we give it to them. We tell them, wear it as Jesus tells you. Mm -hmm. If that means leaving it on your dresser at night or putting it in a drawer for a while or months or whatever, that's fine. Mm -hmm. If he says, well, why don't you wear it to church on Sunday or wear it under your shirt? Mm -hmm. A lot of guys just wear them under their shirt. So whatever Jesus tells you to wear it, it's not a requirement to wear it on your neck outward all the time. But I think as you see people walk up to you and say, what a beautiful cross that is. You're going to want to wear it all so people can see it.
0: Mm-hmm. So it's a John 2, 5. Do whatever he, he tells does, you. Do yeah, whatever he yeah, tells you. Exactly. Yeah. Well, uh, if, uh, if people want more information, how, how can they How can they contact you or what, what can they do if they want to get more information on Men of the Cross?
2: Well, um, there's a number of ways. They could uh, they could stop by either like Nativity Church and get uh, uh, crucifix and information on it, St. Michael's Church, the Basilica in Jamestown. They could get on... Uh, email me or Deacon John and our email address would be on the Fargo Diocese, Fargo Diocese website, website. Mm-hmm. Uh, or they could call an office at Nativity uh, or uh, uh, St. Michael's or the Basilica and ask to maybe uh, uh, to talk to one of the deacons about it, or a Deacon uh, Vadovan, Jamestown or uh, Deacon John, Grand Forks or myself in Fargo okay that sounds wonderful
0: what's the width there give it a listen? There's one thing it's done for your life john to be a man of the cross what would you say
1: uh it's brought me closer to christ because christ is coming through me to the other people mm-hmm. and, it's, and it's doing it without even me thinking about it because it's on me mm-hmm. i don't have to speak to people i don't have to say anything to them it's a visual thing and they see the beauty of it i think people need beauty in their lives and they look at something that's beautiful and they say wow that's beautiful You know, it's it's not ugly, it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing that people see this because they see Christ as the crucifix. They see the corpus on there Mm -hmm. and realize that Christ is for them. So that's the beautiful thing that's come through me, is that Christ can work through me through this cross to help people in their journey.
2: Amen. Deacon Dahl? I think the thing that really has helped me wearing this crucifix is being aware of God's presence. I guess I think one of the greatest books on prayer ever written was by Brother Lawrence, Practice the Presence of God. His secret was just always remember God is right by your side all day. Enter in a discussion, dialogue with him all day. And by wearing that, it reminds me to to enter in more of a dialogue throughout the day with Jesus. That sounds great.
0: Deacon Bruce Dahl, Deacon John Bredemeyer, thank you so much for being with us and talking about men.
1: Yeah, about our pleasure. Cross. God bless everybody. I, thank God you. bless
0: you and thank God you. God bless you.